Blog Talk Radio.
get a good Tuesday started <laughs> with that good old squad up. So welcome, welcome, welcome to everyone for joining Scoop Nation. I missed y'all last week. Your girl had like extreme tech difficulties going on um, in the midst of the storm. So I appreciate y'all with my struggle live and then my struggle trying to join in on his live. Like, the girl cried. <laughs> but I'm back this week. Man, I was trying to get my people on Tuesday. <laughs> um, I am here this Tuesday, and I'm happy to be back with my crew. Um, so welcome, welcome, welcome to Scoop Nation. Kels, how are you this evening, sir? I am crunk over here. Squad up takes me there. Like, I have my eyes closed. I was about to nay-nay. Like, they was about to get a whole show of my life. Hey. <laughs> Now, 
what this is saying is is that on those eight alone, he could, if those um, were to be given um, to be run consecutively, he could get up to 80 years in prison. But he's probably not. So we're very interested to see what how this turns out. And then on the same day, um, Trump's attorney and longtime fixer, Michael Cohen, pleaded guilty to eight counts of um, um, eight counts right. of federal and federal court. So Michael Cohen, President Trump's former personal lawyer and fixer, to federal court in New York. Federal prosecutors announced they include five counts of tax evasion, one count of falsifying submissions to a bank, and two counts of uh, unlawful campaign contribution. So it ain't a good day for Trump. I just want to say that it's not a good Trump day. Not a good Trump day at all. When your boys start, you know, when your boys start getting in trouble and it gets closer and closer, it's about to get real, real, real interesting. So, Kels, what you think about this? I mean, we all know that Trump is crooked. So I don't even know. It's not surprising. I just want to know uh-huh. if anything is going to happen. He's going to be able to, are we going to bring charges against Trump? I mean, they, they're testifying. They're not mentioning his name, but the timelines and the things they mentioned before is all lining up that, they did this crooked stuff for Trump and his campaign. Is anything that happened to Trump? I mean, I'm not yeah. surprised. So we know that we know he's crooked. We know he runs with crooked people, and to get what he wants, he has to cheat. So I don't know. I'm just ready to see if anything's gonna happen to him. I'm not yeah. very confident in our justice uh-huh. system, but hey, who knows? We'll see. Uh, see what you think. I think this is the perfect time to cue that good old, you know, you done messed up right type meme. <laughs> this is the perfect time. Uh, it's just, it's, it, these are the chips, and they are falling. I am not at all optimistic that Trump will be brought to any type of justice while he is still our president. Um, I was listening this afternoon um, on my way home from work to NPR radio. And they were saying that although, like, there's not an actual rule or law that says you can't indict a sitting president, it's pretty much set in stone. It's like one of those unwritten rules that it just does not happen because it causes they, – they say that it has the potential to cause more instability for the country than whatever said discretion may be um, and some mm-hmm. other legal that, you know, gets lost in the sauce. But they are saying that once he is out of office, he is essentially fair game. And that is when mm-hmm. the people who are after Trump specifically might see some justice. In the meantime, mm-hmm. everything that attached to him <laughs> is going to fall. <laughs> and it's going to fall hard from what it's looking like. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, these are these wonderful people that he's employed to drain the swamp, you know. These are his people, yeah, his squad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, squad. The question I have is, do you think are they making? Do you think they're making plea deals, and that's why they're coming out? Because I'm kind of wondering. I mean, I know uh, did both of their houses get raided? I know the the lawyers. The, the lawyer's house got raided. The attorney's mm-hmm. house got raided. And so, yeah. but and he's he's the one. 
I think he's the one that played that he got a deal. The other one didn't. He right. went through the trial. So right, that's right, right, that's right. He went to trial. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because I mean now they don't know they haven't said what the what the exact exactly what the deal was. So I mean as a part of this deal, is he turning over information? Because if you remember a couple of weeks ago, he said he had some tapes. So yeah, we gonna we gonna get we gonna you know we gonna we gonna hit some tapes. I mean, do he got some Amarillo yeah. tapes? So what what's 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 about to happen? So it's gonna be interesting. This is gonna be real. Is it Manafort that has the that didn't get the ten? It was the ten charges that were they couldn't make a judgment on. That was Manafort, right? Well, uh, the best yeah. In charges. Okay, so whichever one it was, I think it was metaphor. He's actually not completely done. They're still no. now that they're finished no. with his part. Like Mueller could still come back and charge him for those other ten charges. Like he could still try him again. But he also has the opportunity to offer him, from what I hear, is immunity for more information on the stuff that he's actually investigating now. Like the the continuation yeah. of it. Um, and right. I absolutely. Think that there are some deals in play because he could easily, the charges that he was brought up on, he could, that the, the weight of them is like 30 years, I think, like that, some 30 maybe, mm-hmm. give or take a few. But they're, they're saying that he could possibly do 10 and on good behavior, you still got to do, I think it's 85% of it. So eight and a half mm-hmm. years is the minimum that he'd do. So like his wheel and revealing right. may or may not be completely over with. You talking about you talking about and he's what sixty nine, so he's talking about yeah. Yes. You talking about being eight, almost eighty I'm years sorry, old. Sorry, here nah. all the documents. <laughs> your honor, your honor. Listen, let me tell you what you did. I ain't never liked him in the first place. I thought he was. I, I thought he was dirty all, but you know, attorney client privilege. And you know, <laughs> so yeah, I I mean here here you know I, here it is. This is what he said. You know, that 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 would be me. I just want. To, I'm just saying that would be me. Oh, they would get the money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, mm-hmm. let's move on. So here's this is this is we gonna we gonna keep listen. I'm, I'm, we gonna say listen since I'm I'm a good Christian man. I'm gonna say a prayer for our president. But I know it's rough right now. Amen. Pray that he yeah. And other listen, I'm gonna pray what I tell y'all, I'm gonna pray this that yeah, anyway. Um so we're gonna move right along because I don't need to get no more trouble. <laughs> In other news, so I'm gonna need I'm gonna need y'all help on this. So we've been watching this story. And again, anytime if you have a comment or question, call us at nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four. Nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four. So since this conversation in the school nation about it, so on <laughs> this past weekend, this past weekend, Gabrielle Union Wade put up a picture on her Instagram page for the Sunday, I think it was, or whatever, Saturday, Sunday, one of the days. Puts up a picture. She's in a bathing suit um, mm-hmm. on her Instagram page. Jimmy Butler gets on the picture and puts a comment. He says, well, damn, in all caps. He comments on the picture, in all caps. (laughs) And D-Wade responds 
put well damn on in caps on my wife's photo again, and you're going <laughs> to see what the good, the bad, and the ugly is like. <laughs> my question is, my question, wait, let me, let me finish. Then, another day later, he says, Jimmy Butler comes back and says, man, my bad, bro, but I'm still coming to the barbecue. Here's my question. Was Jimmy Bu- Jimmy G. Buckets out of line commenting like that on his, quote, unquote, his words, on his bro's wife's picture? Again, 929-477-2304, 929-477-2304, press the number one. Q, was he out of line or was he okay? Was who? D-Wade out of line or Jimmy out of line? Was, 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 I mean, was, was Jimmy out of line? Was D-Wade out of line? What, what, what's, what's your thought? I do not think D-Wade was out of line. I think Jimmy got a little beside himself, and he would have been considered out of line. If, there, if we decided he ain't out of the line, yes, he is out of the line. <laughs> um, I, just, <laughs> I think there is a level, and I said this on post, there is a level of respect that you have for people that you can reach out and touch. That is, you know, not sure if it's necessarily right or not, but there is a different standard of respect that is expected for people that you don't know versus people that you do. Regular fans can post, well, damn. Your boy that is invited to the cookout <laughs> can post, well, damn, on your wife's picture. Like, you just, you don't do that. And I think that we look at this from the perspective of celebrities, and we're thinking celebrities are for everybody. Um, lots of folks said, well, why she posted a picture and she didn't expect that, blah, 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 blah. They're breasts. Mm-hmm. They have nipples. Mm-hmm. And she had covered up bikini top that's even on the market right now. <laughs> she damn near had on a full mm-hmm. body swimsuit aside from that little midriff that she showed. So, like, yes, they are breasts and she has nipples attached to them. But those are D-Wade's nipples. <laughs> so your boy don't get the comment <laughs> on your wife's nipples. <laughs> it's not that I don't know. I did not understand what all of the confusion was behind uh, him saying that he didn't say we're going to catch this fade. He said, do it again, and I'm, we're going to have to, it's going to be a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't come to his house and, like, catch, catch me outside. He just let him know, hey, bro, that ain't right. He responded the, just the way he should have. He recognized that, all right, I got you, but I'm still mm-hmm. coming. We're cool. Yes. No disrespect, bro. I feel you. Push it. It was handled well amongst men. Let it be. But, yeah, he. I mean, hey, that's what. To me, that's what men do. Every man-man that I know has a problem with that. <laughs> like, took issue with that when put into perspective and put their own woman in Gabrielle's place. They have a problem with that. Like, immediately. Yeah. Again, <laughs> again, nine two nine four seven seven two three zero one. Hold on, we got a caller. Let me see what they say. Because uh, I, I call the 779. <laughs> Well, I think that Gabrielle was out of line for putting that picture up for that uh, unwanted attention. Okay, but even if she, even if she was, even if she was out of line, would your boy be getting on there saying that about your wife? Well, he was kind of out of line for saying that too, but she put it out there for him to say it. I, I, we agree. I agree. I mean, she did do that. I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm just saying, but. And you can't really control 
Don't want to comment on social media. Okay. When you put a picture for uh, the way the way she put it out there for the whole world to see it, if if you scroll through the comments, people probably had much worse to say than what he had to say. I'm sure. But they I'm sure they were. <laughs> they can't pull out on him like personally. That's the issue. It's not that he said, "Well, damn." It's the fact that I know you. You know us. My kids play at your house and vice versa. My wife could be passing you at the grocery store, and you have well damned her photo. Fans can do that. Your man should not be saying that to your wife. Like, where is his self-control so me, if his boy's boy to say, ah, she's fly as hell, right. but that's my boy's wife. Let me scroll off. Right. Admire in silence. So, so, so Carla, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you, Carla, let me ask you a question. Let me flip it. If your boy, if your boy, your boy's wife puts a picture like that on social media, would you well damn the picture? <laughs> be actually, no, I won't. But to be honest with you, if my wife put a pitch out there like that. I'd be all over her for putting a pitch out there like that. Uh, again, I guess I would, that's not the argument. I'm saying, so if your boy, so you're saying if your boy did that, if your boy's wife did that, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't no. respond like this, right? No, because I have respect for your okay. marriage. There we go. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. Thanks for calling there, bro. I appreciate you. All right. Grace and peace. All yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, first of all, I want to know why D-Way picked to write the good, the bad, and the ugly. D. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) He was trying to be poetic. I was like, what kind of uh, Broadway play (laughs) that bad was that? Like, you could even get that to say it. Like, why would you say that? If I was going to say, why would you say, I'm going to give you the good, bad, and the ugly? Like, that was the caption on Jimmy Butler's picture. He had said something to the effect of the good, the bad, and the ugly on the photo. So that's why he oh, okay. did what he did. Oh. He, was, he was full circling it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I take it back. Yeah, he like, that, that one. I was like, womp, womp, womp to D-Way. But anyway, I, first of all, he only had one A in the damn. Now, if he'd have been like, well, damn, like uh, Chris Rock on Friday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So they said, they've on the Ricky Smiley show. Now, if he would have said it like that, then I could see more of a disrespect. I, I get where you're coming from, and I understand, yeah, it is, it is less taxable. But I didn't, I don't know, I guess I wouldn't have taking that much offense to it, you know, but mm-hmm. I can see, I can see where, I, I can see the problem because it, I mean, it is kind of, that's awkward because you wouldn't have said that if she walked, if y'all was at a swim, at a pool party at the house, I don't think you would have said that when she walked out the house, like, I got out the pool, like, you know, mm-hmm. you're talking about one of the, somebody I just admiring that y'all don't know, so I do get yeah. that, but 
you know, they I thought they handled it well too. I didn't I didn't think it got out of line, but I mean, the people who were discussing it were more offended than I think we all were more offended than we should have been. Do you think? Do you think? Let me ask, Kel, Kel, so let me ask, Kel, Kel, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Kel. Do you think Jeff, since Jeff was uh, the main one, you think that, that his point is valid that a man who responds like that or a woman is insecure? I don't think I don't think that shows insecurity. Not at all. I mean, he just was like, I'm not gonna tolerate it. I don't think that shows insecurity. I wouldn't say that's insecure. Because he said okay. it once, yeah. you know. He was he was he put it out there like, don't do it, and he he went on. He wasn't whining and crying about it. Yeah, or tagging him, and him. He wasn't trolling him for days and whatnot. He right. said what he said and let it go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Halima said on my live, she said that uh, that lets D-Wade know to watch that dude. <laughs> right. Watch him right. barbecue, bro. Right. I bet you at the next barbecue, he's like, Jimmy, you stand next to me the whole time. Right. 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 <laughs> and you know, no. Say again. Would you say, Kel? He gonna be like, I need the bathroom. No, can't even go in the house. Oh, I'm coming with you. I'm coming right. with you. Right. <laughs> what you right. need? I got. You. I got. You. Uh, Angelo said Jimmy would have had to catch that fade, pull up on him real quick. <laughs> he said third trap. <laughs> he said the pig was a third trap, but Jimmy was wrong. Why did D Wade allow it though? Hmm. He had questions as to why the picture even got posted. Why he was even allowed to post it? Um. He recently he said Jimmy talked a lot. I mean, it wasn't that bad. I mean, no, what, it wasn't. Really? Like, are we going to I mean, it, it wasn't that bad, but the, come on now. Gabriel saw the nipples when she was. <laughs> I mean, it's like, we get we getting that, that deep about a nipple? Come on. Man. <laughs> we are so easily I around uh, the simplest things. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Whatever. I mean, it was. Right. What'd you say? Yeah, it's funny to me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it is. All right. When well, you, you got skin tight and nipples, you might as well be naked. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh God. Oh, All right, we over time. We go. We can keep going with this, but let's go. We got to. We got to move on. All right, so uh, we're time for our first song. Uh, our first song of the night is um, called Finisher by Juzane. After this, we're going to get into our hot topic. So if you thought that was good, you want to stick around for hot topic because it's going to get even better. Again, this is Finisher by Juzane. You listen to the Scoop Radio Show.
the question. There was one of our supers, Miss Keisha, posted a question about if um, a person has friends with benefits or a friend with benefits and they get into a bind, would it be okay for, for instance, for the lady to ask the man for some help financially? And then she did turn around and say, man, would you give it to her? And man, if, you know, would you be okay asking as well? And we had some back and forth going, so I'm going to I'm gonna go to the, the host first, and then we'll check out what the people on the post said. So if you are in a friends with benefits, intimate type relationship with someone, do you think it is okay to ask for the funds? Uh, is it required? Uh, let's start with Q. Lord. Even though she ain't up to this. What's up with you? Clarity was. No. I don't think that the person would be required to provide if this was a friends with benefits situation. Um, do I think she's wrong for asking? Could ask. Also, no. Um, like I said on the post, I think this is something that you should be, you should know about a person prior to asking. Um, money is funny with people. Somebody, they can love everything about you until you ask that question. And then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> so, um, you ask, but you can complete, you need to ask with the understanding that you might get a whole new person when you ask that question. And when you do that, you can't really be mad because you are in the place of need. What you do at that point is move the hell on. If that is a requirement for you to continue to be beneficial, super air quotes, to said person, <laughs> then I think you should then remove yourself from that situation if that's how you choose to go. Uh, Angelo is saying right now, not prostitution. Uh, <laughs> know your people. <laughs> know who you're dealing with and their connection to money and sex and all of that. And that will help alleviate a lot of that confusion. That's all. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> chooses 
not to fulfill an obligation that's outside of the parameters of the package. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> okay. So I get you know, I, and I in terms of, and my thing, and, and to Q's point about something, I would you know, you should end it. Again, you went into it saying or agreeing that the only thing you were signing up for was friends with benefits, which does not oh, come say, with. Wait, that ain't what I said. I did not say that you should end it. It says no. I said that that's a deal breaker for you. If you were raised, because I just told Angelo, if you were one of those people that were raised, and if this, because I know men who will say this, if you laying down with a woman, the least you should be able to do is put a little a couple dollars in her pocket. Like there are some men I've been raised around men. I've met men, new men, old men, middle men that say the same thing. And then I have some yeah. men who say, oh, no, she ain't getting nothing, nothing yeah. <laughs> other than this. Yeah. Vitamin, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> if you are one of those women who that's a requirement and old boy says it's not for him, then yes, instead of causing yourself more frustration, because you ain't going to be able to convince dude that you go, you worth a couple of dollars if he said no. So if you know that's an issue for you, then move around. But if you're willing to accept those terms, you got a back to be able to take care of your building. Go ahead, boo, do you. Keep the benefits coming. Like, no, I'm not saying end it, just let out. I'm just, if that's a deal breaker, move around and save everybody the stress. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you said that on the post. I'm sorry. My bad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Winfred, uh, it was, it was, Keisha said. It was. Winfred. Keisha said, "Yo, uh-huh. your FWB packet has been, your application has been denied." <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen. I didn't put in an application. Either y'all ain't trying, y'all ain't about to get me cut. Mm-mm. I didn't. I did not put in an application. Mm-mm. 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 Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> well, I, look, no. my take on it. This is my take on it. Is if you with somebody, you know the most. If you've seen the naked, you know the most intimate part of part of them. Because to me, if you friends with benefits, then this is not like a one night stand or y'all not communicating other than that. Yeah. Like y'all are friends. Now I know people mm-hmm. have different definitions of that type of relationship, but to mm-hmm. me, you would be friends and mm-hmm. being there for one another is part of being a friend. That's part of the benefit. I was in that situation and it became like it became the issue like the issue with the twenty dollars that he wanna lick you know wanna lecture me on it or get out hissy about it and mm-hmm. things like that, try to make me feel bad or less than then oh yeah, that's definitely a deal breaker. I'm like, okay. Because I feel like if he, if a if a guy asked me, I wouldn't I don't think I would think twice about it, especially if it's like a land situation. Now, giving might take a little mm-hmm. bit more, you know. But a lending type of situation or just helping somebody out with something, you know, real small that, that's doable. I mean, why, who's going to be that selfish? If, you, if y'all sharing, if y'all bumping ugly, if y'all doing a horizontal poker, y'all, you should be able to, dig that, uh, you know, dig in them pockets a little bit. I, I don't understand. I think. I think it does depend on how much you're talking about. So I mean, if you talk, I think it's one thing if you're talking about, hey, let me borrow, let me hold twenty dollars until you know till Friday, versus mm-hmm. can you pay my my uh, my my car note for me or my rent? 
Oh, I think I you know there, there are. You know, it, I think it's, it's differences, and then it depends on you know mm-hmm. the what that means to that person. Because some people are, are really not really need serious money, so I think it really just depends on that. You know. So what were you about to say? Q? No, I was saying I agree with you that there there are levels to it, regardless. Sexing does yeah. not unlock everything. <laughs> Especially with how freely we just sex everybody these days, I do not believe that that just unlocks all of the benefits. I don't. I think if just you know, if you're gonna be able to ask, I think there's levels to it. Twenty dollars, like there's limits. <laughs> I don't know. There's yeah. tears yeah. your request. You know, because you know, I, I don't think rent or car payments and things like that those are your personal responsibilities. All of it is your personal responsibility, but those are like big bills that you should already be budgeting for. Something shows up and you twenty, thirty dollars short, you need a little help to finish off something or something like that and you wanna call your boy and say, Hey, babe, you know, when you slide through tonight yeah. for dinner, you think you can bring me a little fifty to drop so I can put with this da 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 da. You yeah, know, those yeah, yeah. things I don't think you could then line off into what? We ain't we ain't that cool, baby girl. Right, you know, right, I can right. play it out. You ain't gonna get off my damn phone, <laughs> man. Watch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Keisha said, Keisha said, that's why you got all the Casey Adams when you over there tight. She said, that's why I got what? You got that's why you got all the Stacey Adams over there because you tight. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, I was about to like what Joseph said. Joseph, I'm like Joseph. He said, "What he said, Mr. James ain't go ain't going for that." So you know, it's just really <laughs> <But> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, you're right. There's levels. Mr. James ain't a friend with benefits. Ain't nobody calling Mr. James friends with benefits. Everybody know that sugar dad. So sugar daddy got to come off a car known our uh, mm-hmm. that sugar daddy, that sugar daddy level, that sugar daddy level. Um, let's see, we had one member say adding finances in the mix further blurs the line between serious and not serious. Serious, mm-hmm. I don't recommend it. Uh, let's see, Albert says required, absolutely not. His application, I think, will be denied as well. <laughs> uh, this doctor says you, you should have at least one or two that will run you them coins if need be. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's that old school right there. <laughs> you should have one or two that will yeah. run you some coins when you fall short. You know, it's only yeah. right. It's only right. Um. He just says, even my FWBs are fixed up fried bologna sandwich before he leaves, but I can't ask for a few dollars. Somebody else said, if I am paying, I don't want to hear about no morals. Right. <laughs> now that, you know, That's funny. You know what? I'm going to go buy that. We're going to leave that at the office. Required by any means, but sometimes the consistency of the relationship, cutty buddies, etc., can play a factor. If it's somebody you actually connect with and have a desire to be there for one another, cool. In other instances, if it's more sexual than friendship, I wouldn't even ask for the help. 
Me personally, anyone I am intimate with regularly should have at least a basic care that my needs are met and vice versa. Lovers can look out for each other too. And see, that's what that's the kind of attitude I would think everybody would have. But you're right, you know, society is different nowadays. It's yeah. everybody for themselves. Um, sex doesn't really have as much of a value as um, you know it once did. So you know they they're not thinking that that's that 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 gives you that much connection by itself. Mm-hmm. So. But I think if it's more of a friend, if you're, if you're intimate on a regular, you should have some type of connection to me, some kind of friendship. Group. I mean, that's just human nature. If you if you mm-hmm. not that, you know that's a that's that's cold like that. Yeah, <clears throat> that's definitely a deal a deal breaker. Yeah, but that's, I you mean, should if care you, about if you saw the post. If you saw on the post my real, my other, my real answers, I guess that's to me. That's why I don't think that it's really ever beneficial to have those types of relationships. Because I mean, now when you get into those, you know, again, there are no clear expectations. Mm-hmm. There, there are no, there's no clear responsibility. There's no, you know, what I mean, there's no even any really assumed responsibility. If one person is thinking this is only that. And other people, person think, well, because we 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 having sex, we should be able to, I should be able to make sure I'm okay. You know, you should, you know, all that kind. Of, like, some people don't get down like that, and that's male and female. Some people just like, look, I came for what I came for, and that's, and that's it. I don't want to be bothered with with nothing else. So it makes those yeah. types of relationships very difficult and too open to where, and I've always said, any type of relationship like that, somebody gonna get hurt. Somebody gonna yep. walk away with their feelings. Somebody gonna catch feelings. Somebody yep. gonna fall in love. Something like that gonna happen. So don't even do that to yourself. My opinion. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. It's it's tricky, but you know people got needs. So I think you know I see why people do it. If you especially if you find somebody you comfortable with, but to me, if you're gonna be, I mean I know it's blurry, but to, I just don't understand people's. Uh, I, what's the word I'm looking for? I understand why people are so bent on not helping. Like to, to me, to help somebody should be almost second nature. So you think if you're at mm-hmm. a level where you're being intimate with them, that should just give you more of a uh, a comfortable feeling to say, okay, yeah, I got you. You know what I mean? So. I think to me it boils, it still boils down to that even in society just on basic just basic basically being nice just being nice to people being a humanitarian just isn't there. So anything that goes along with just being nice to be nice, you know, just isn't there anymore. Whether it's a a friend, a, a platonic friend, or friends with benefits, that's that's cold. So I have a comment comment related, somewhat related to what you just said, because I think this is a perspective thing. And I've noticed in quite a few of these conversations that we've had, the way that we interpret things as men and women is completely different. We can take on the exact Mm -hmm. same data, the exact same Mm -hmm. words, everything, and Mm -hmm. we interpret it completely different. Um, And I say that because you just spoke on how, 
it seems as though how we just want to help each other, how you can care for someone, how we go through so many changes for just caring about somebody. And then I have another comment that says, toddlers <laughs> have changed the game. They are not changed the game. The toddlers are adults now, and they don't have ethics, morals, or values. Cultural abnormalities, abnormal, abnormalities are no longer taboo in today's society. So this sounds like we are looking at this as many things like now it's a matter of getting over, whereas in the past, and even now, women feel it as though I'm doing for you, whether it be physically or friendship-wise or whatever, if you care for me in whatever capacity, if I ask you for something, why is it such a big deal for you to do that for me? Whereas men feel like it's a manipulation, we asking them to pay for the pipe. Well, it's completely, <laughs> two totally different yeah. sides of the spectrum. It's, that's very yeah. interesting. Very yeah. interesting. So, so for the for this season, for cuffing season, for this season, we need to change the cuffing application or the cutty buddy application. Yep. And in there, you need to have a clause that says, "In any time of need, <laughs> would you be willing?" <laughs> in the time of need, need, what is yeah. in the time in the time of need? What is your what is what financial number are you willing to go up to? Right. Man, what's your what's your what's your breaking point? <laughs> Right. Are you comfortable? Or are you not? Um, let's see. I have a, another live comment. Uh, Halima says, "I'm with you, Kels. If I got it, they got it. So you would hope the person you were laying down with had you if if you needed it. So yeah, another. I don't know. Did, did any men kind of feel that way? I was trying to. I was looking through the comments and I had felt. Not over here. <laughs> not on my live. No. <laughs> no. I mean, and I, and I, I, I think no. There was some. There were some men on here who said who said that um that if the person there was needs something they go if we sleep together I'm gonna get I'm gonna give it. And I even said I don't I wouldn't just off of G P I wouldn't just let somebody go without. I wouldn't do that to a stranger. So I'm not gonna do that to somebody right. who I know. Again, I think that the problem is is when you start saying that this is an expectation of somebody who you're doing this with. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think that mm-hmm. for, for for most guys, that's what, because all of them are saying, like, is it required? No. Uh, is it something you should do or have to do? No. You know, so I think everybody's trying to delineate between whether this is a part of our relationship or if this is just something that you should do off of, you know, being a good person. I think that's what mm-hmm. the guys are trying to, you know, show, show the difference between. Yeah, I see one guy, he says, if she's truly my friend, I have no problem helping her out. Can't be a habit, though. Then she's my woman. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, yeah, there's, there's levels. So it can't be a habit, but one or two times, mm-hmm. they'll be okay. Huh? Here, so. can, I, can, I, can I flip this real quick? Like like we did on, I had on, on the post and everybody got real quiet. So mm-hmm. if a man asks his woman, is this the, is this the same response? Or if a man mm-hmm. asks the woman that he's living with, is he is that is that bad? Because usually if we ask, you know, it's like wait a minute, you ain't supposed to be asking nobody for money. <laughs> <laughs> so can we can we ask? I think I just need to want to know. We can we ask for money too? Yeah. For me, I don't have a yeah. problem with that. To answer your question, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. 
question. I don't. I wouldn't care. I think it's silly when we say that, and I think we do sound like that. But <laughs> no, I don't. I I personally would not have an issue with that. But you know, you funny yeah, for that. It's it really. <laughs> if, I, if I say something like that, I'm talking to the men who always think they're supposed to be the alpha male and running every time. If you're going to come at uh-huh. me like you supposed to you dog and you running every time, then no, you can't ask me for nothing. Yeah, you got we it. cool and we, you know, and we have a situation and we and we are really friends, I got no problem with that. Cause mm-hmm. Matter of fact, in my circle, a friend of the people that I associate with, I think women would be faster to give the help than a man. Mhm. Yeah. Hmm. Really. My, Keisha got men ask on first on first date. Would say sorry, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not I don't deny that. It's a, it's a sorry ones out there. That's why I think it's not that taboo for men nowadays. Cause it's just I don't know. Yeah, Brandon would not be here for that. <laughs> he'd be all kinds of 
<laughs> we roast them real good. Yeah. For you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Make them feel real good. Yeah. I would just I, look. I'd roast them, and then we have to. I'd have. We have to have a conversation. You ask these other chicks. Don't ask Wendy nothing. Don't ask us for one friend. Don't ask Wendy. Don't ask Wendy. Listen, I ain't got to worry about it. If y'all think I'm tight, if y'all think I'm tight, Wendy is tighter than me than I ever could be. That one, that little girl, she got. I think she still got her uh her birthday money. So from from twelve, she really does not spend any money. that permanently. She said, "This is my bag." She spends nothing. Nothing. So not bad. Nothing. So yeah. So I guess everybody got to get you got to put get your rules of engagement together for every kind of situation out there now. I mean, there's so many different levels. You gotta get you gotta get your rules of engagement together. So yeah, we're gonna add that to the to the application. <laughs> and I think it is time for muse another song. Yep, thank you. Okay, is this is ill. Yep. Yeah, this song. I'm like, is this crazy? <laughs> the name of this song is ill by Blizzum. Look, we just out of whack So we gonna start a global epidemic This is K100 Radio This is Next God, bam, Mike 6 Take off, homie Keep it 100 I keep haters close enough to keep me motivated Word up And I stay hungry even though I know I made it uh-huh. I'm far from overrated yeah. These rappers overhyped Local social life on social media All day with no social life They want it overnight I seen them come and go like Atlanta open mics And no G's, no I'm right Right. They think all I do is whole cipher I kill rappers, turn them into ghostwriters I'm truly a threat to New Jackson Studio vets, true to my set Got shooters and pharmaceutical tech Get down with the plug Get found in the tub, wrist slit, drowned in blood Case closed Filipino paid in pesos. One thing I never did is pay to play shows or pay for spin. Love is paper thin in this game we in. When God's son met Damien, he told me. So you can get killed, lyrical blood spilled, and they no cures or no pills. We eat bars for a meal, syringes with fit filled. This is reserved for the trail. No ghost riders in the cut. This is us. Ain't no fighters in fighting, so you can trust. So you should know the drill. If you got hands in the air, you're now here. Bam! Yeah. through the crates to master the musicology. Unapologetically talented to what they call it. New York state of mind, but I'm something in my draw. I'm ambidextrous, but I favor the South Pole. See, it's not too many regions that be with the South South. Keep a couple young kings on the scene if you pop off. And the queen is the top boss. What you mean I ain't got sauce? I don't need a thousand dollar pair of jeans to say I fall. No. What you saying? Education is key and nothing else. They can strip you out there. Never can strip your mental You ain't fighting for your freedom You never know what we've been through They kill us in cold blood Nothing could be more simple We are not the same I challenge you to walk in these shoes Membership only 400 years of back dues See so you the type to try to figure it out Any problems will be first class We airing it out We air them out So you can get killed Lyrical blood spilled And they no cures or no pills We eat bars for a meal Syringes with fit filled This is reserved for the trail. No ghost riders in the cut, this is us, 
Ain't no fighters invited, so you can trust. So you should know the drill. If you got hands in the air, you're now here. the next job. Call me next guard, motherfucker. I show up with 10 fat Rick Ross, motherfucker. I fast forward to death then. Pause, motherfucker. We wind your hairline like LeBron, motherfucker. I can show you death in less than six seconds. Six weapons in my six mic six. Got the weapon. I sit on the throne of fire and fire off this fire talk. Hit you in your neck, your back like a kaiser. Back forward punch, Luke Kang got fireball. Crack cocaine for your bang, let me tie it off. I'm Rick Amortis to you, mere mortal. I'm my double Elmatic, now it's Brady to you, Blake. Yeah, kill him and revive him. Yeah, kill him and revive him. Dumb big, Andrew Bynum. Cut the lights out, bloody memory three times. When my dad with the helmet, the devil tried to sign him. So you can get killed, lyrical blood spilled, and they no cures or no pills. We eat bars for a meal, syringes with fit filled. This is reserved for the trail. No ghost fighters in the cut, this is us. Ain't no fighters invited, so you can trust. So you should know the drill. If you got hands in the air, you're now healed. Somebody get their wines on the line. Tell them we got another one. <laughs> Shayless, Savage Family. Five diamonds, be first class. K100 Radio. <clears throat> all right, all right. That was Blizzum with Ill. That's one for the true hip hop heads right there. Like, you had to put your listening ears on to get <laughs> what that was here for. <laughs> all right, so. Um, this segment is brought to you, as always, by Elegance by Design, where healthy hair and skin is our priority, but a beautiful you is our specialty. You can get all of your all-natural hair and skin care products at elegancebydesign.com. That is design with a Z. And you can use the code Thank you Sugar. that's T-Y-S-U-G-A, to save 15% off of your order. All right, so tonight we are going to discuss is honesty really the best policy? You know, for so long we always say, you ain't got to lie, Craig. How true is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, is there levels to lying? Are there levels to lying? We just talked about levels to the payments in the, in the tiering of the benefit. Is there levels to lying? Um, <laughs> my roundabout way of saying this, I, I like to be as honest as possible in my day-to-day life. Um, I, I, I pride myself on keeping it real, real 100 um, at all costs. However, experience has taught me that there are absolute tears to this case. Um, there are tears to truth. Whereas you may walk your day-to-day in a truthful place, you have to totally understand that everyone else does not walk that walk. And your being truthful with someone else can often cause a catastrophe in that relationship where it's bigger than it even has to be. Like, that's a battle that some folks should not fight. So I um, think that there are levels to this. I think that on the surface or on the on the basic part of that, yes, you should lead with truth. You should always, you know, especially if you love somebody, if you have to care about them, you should want them to have the most honest version of you and whatever it is you're saying. If that is you, then cool. But if you are dealing with one of those people who does not process truth well, sometimes you have to make that choice. Is it worth telling the truth or is it worth being cool on this person forever? Because sometimes truth can end a relationship forever. <laughs> so, you know, 
I just think it really depends on who you're dealing with. And that's sad to say that we are in those times, but that is just the differences that we have in each other. Uh, Kel, mm-hmm. I hear you amen back here. What do you what do you say to that? <laughs> I, I mean, I absolutely agree. I, y'all know I always preach and teach on opting for being polite and nice. And for some odd reason, truth and nice don't always go hand in hand. Mm-mm. So, I don't want to say you have to lie, but if it's something that's going to hurt somebody else, absolutely, I don't think it's worth um, worth that pain. Uh, if it's not something that's, you know, life or death or something detrimental, I just don't think it's worth hurting somebody's feelings. Hurt, worth hurting someone's feelings all the time. Like, what is it that you're telling the truth about? So I definitely mm-hmm. think it's well. Like, if it's, if someone asks you, you know, how their outfit looks, unless they're going to a photo shoot or, you know, going somewhere where it's not appropriate, you ain't got to be like, uh, you look like a, you know, a sign <laughs> You know what I mean? You don't have to. I just don't feel like it's necessary. So... Saying someone looks okay or something like that, if it's not life or death, I, I always opt for going, taking the nice route out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what about you? What you think? Um, I think that that everybody cannot handle the truth. I think most people, I think most people can't handle the truth, and so I think that sometimes you have to. And when I say they can't handle the truth, I think that people can't handle the truth in a way that is productive and that is healthy. I think over time, most people probably can. But if you're, you know, yeah, most people be like, oh, yeah, give me the real, give me the And then when you tell them, they, like, ball up and run away and, you know. (laughs) And and you know what? And what's funny is – and. I could be pretty. I'll admittedly say I could be pretty sensitive at times. But even you, the ones who you know act like they thugs and hardcore, but as soon as you say something, they're like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." You know, like, "Wait, but you, you thug. What happened?" <laughs> like yesterday, yep. you yep. was about it. Now the day you running, you know, you crying. What's what's the deal? Yep. So it's just I think that everybody can't handle that. And they they think they can until they hear certain things, and that every insecurity or every you know whatever is pops back up, and people go crazy. <clears throat> so, do you guys think? Because I'm one of those people that I I do believe I subscribe to tough love, um, but my caveat yeah. to that is. Before you can tough love someone, you have to first have shown them soft love. So when it comes to truth, I think who's giving you the truth in the type of relationship that you have, absolutely the, the level that you can go to with them with that truth. Like if I just met you or you're my work friend and the capacity that you see me at is work, eight to five, yeah. you don't know, yeah. After work, what I got going on in my personal, the struggles that I'm running, none of that. If you come trying to speak into my life in the break room and have stuff you that overheard me having a conversation with one person that you don't need to know, I'm going to keep you to move around. You don't know me. <laughs> so I'm not 
for yeah. your truth because you don't know the truth. You know what I'm saying? And I think people will often try and speak into, you know, speak into a thing when they really don't know. And then they say, oh, well, she wasn't ready for the real. Oh, he couldn't handle the truth. You don't really know what's going on. You're getting a part of what you feel might be the truth, and you're not probing, you're not digging, nothing. And now I'm sensitive because you don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? So I think, what do you guys mm-hmm. think about that? Think about that. Do you think there's, there's levels to that, or should truth be truth no matter who's telling? You know what? I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I had a conversation with, a person I consider a friend, I mean, it's not a long-term friend, long-time friend, but someone I consider a, a friend, and we got into a little disagreement about something they were interpreting about me, and I, I mean, I wanted to just scream, I kept wanting to scream at the top of my lungs, like, you don't know me like that. Mm-hmm. So what you're mm-hmm. saying is not what I'm saying, so it's not true. Yeah. It wasn't I couldn't handle the truth. I'm like, but you're not telling the truth because you don't know me like that. That's not what I'm thinking. That's not mm-hmm. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is what is coming out of my mouth. So just to, yep. just because you don't like what I'm saying doesn't mean that I can't handle the truth. So I think sometimes when we, we're so used to hearing that, you know, we're in our movies, you can't handle the truth. And that has become, also has evolved over time that people just throw it out there because your truth is not their truth. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's okay. People have to have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, if I believe there is a God and you don't, that's your okay. truth, right? Yeah. That's the truth of me. But you can't you can't tell me I can't handle the truth because that's not my truth. I, my truth can only be what I believe. If I don't believe what you're saying, and I don't, and that's not the way my mind is processing that, it's not going to ever be true. So. I, but yeah. that's not been my experience. That's your truth. Right. My experience becomes my truth. What I've gone through, what I can vouch mm-hmm. for, is my truth. And I think that happens with anybody. That's not a, a woke or sleep or a strong versus weak or a sensitive versus, you know, I think that is just how people are built. Your experiences are what create your thought process on things. So you have to be mm-hmm. a different type of person to be able to say, this is now your truth, and then that person accept that because you just told me that. If I have not walked that, how is that now my truth? You know, I, I, I agree with you, Kels. When, when what do you think? Yeah. Are there levels? <clears throat> yeah, I, th- I think I would use, yeah, I would say there's levels to it, but I would use the word, I think what, what I also hear is that there has mm-hmm. to almost be per, a certain level of permission um, mm. given in order to, yeah. because because permission to to know me on that level, permission to, you know, that I'm willing to open myself up to a, a place where whatever you say, um, I'm going to, you know, that I'm I'm willing to honor that. And then the other part of that, as you all were talking about, I thought that I was thinking about is I think part of the, some of the times we look at we call, what we call truth is really the reflection. So what we'll call our truth is really our reflection of what we see about the other person and not necessarily reality. Mm-hmm. I hope that mm-hmm. makes sense. So because mm-hmm. I see I see a certain thing in you, which is I'm what I'm really I'm not really seeing so excuse me, because I say something, I'm really not seeing in you. What I'm seeing is me in you and so I'm calling what I see truth or you 
when really it's me. So I'm calling okay. you, for example, I'm calling you sensitive and saying you can't handle the truth when really it's me that can't handle truth. And because I'm not ready to handle that that level of truth, your response makes me think that that's what you're doing when in reality it's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, because what I think, to your example, I think that would be you expressing, hey, I see this being for this fight for you. And that person now saying, well, let's discuss that. I think it might be more like this. What you mean you don't believe it to be like that? I'm telling you. Da, 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 da. That is what, and now this is my issue because you just tried to tell me who I am. I'm now trying to clarify and come to an understanding, and now there is no negotiation. That's a you issue. That's not, you're not helping. <laughs> you're not, you were not being constructive in your criticism. You just chose to, you're imposing your thought process on me. That's where I got from that. Is that, is that accurate in what you're trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. And I okay. think it's kind of, and so, and, so to keep because yeah that's what I'm saying but I think and then the other part of that is I think in that instance I wonder sometimes if really it is your when this person does that are you really trying to give me constructive criticism or are mm. you just trying to vent or throw off or emote or whatever on me yeah. because this is something you secretly just think about me yep. Yeah, that's definitely a lot of it, and they want to and they want to disguise it mm-hmm. as the truth. <laughs> no, yeah, no, sir, no, ma'am. Yeah, and 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 I think so. So I think then at that point, the question was the question is: Are we really again? Are we really then at a place where we are? We're trying to help each other. Like, are you really telling? What's your point? What's your point of telling me this quote unquote truth? Are you really just trying to tell me truth, or are you just trying to? Are you really trying to bring me down? Are you trying to depress me? Because if your because if your truth does not lead me to some some place of um, enlightenment or freedom or reflection that builds me up or gets me out of some type of faulty thinking, then you're really not trying to. Build me up. You more. It sounds to me. It, it, it seems to me that you're really just trying to like you're 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 competing. You're in competition with me for something. Mm-hmm. Now I have a question. <clears throat> when you first when this is um this is based off of something that you said when we first led into this. You had mentioned how there is a difference in a transformative type of truth. When you are, you have to be willing to. I think you said transformative. That's what I heard. Okay, so let me tell you where my brain went. <laughs> so uh, when things, this also, we're going to spin this back on to the person, the personal part of this now. So the three of us, me, you, and Kells, are super, super tight. We share things mm-hmm. with each other that we mm-hmm. probably don't share with other people. And I would imagine those listening have four groups of people that do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Is there a time? within your core group of people, do you ever have to stop and check yourself and wonder, is this person who I brought into my circle holding themselves accountable to me as my friend and trying to, although I may not like to hear this, telling me a transformative truth that I need to hear to help me level up? Are we really, are we really, really willing to accept that? Are we honest enough? Are we big enough? Are we grown enough? 
to say, Kels, if you telling me to you get your ish together, you are slacking off an X, Y, Z thing, are we really honest enough with ourselves to receive that in? She ain't hating. She ain't trying to talk down on me. She ain't been harboring this hate forever. She's seeing that I'm not being my best to me and is trying to tell me to get my life. Are we really willing to accept that? Like, is are, Or are we putting that in that truth-tearing level type step? Like, is that, are we too busy trying to get on the other person instead of owning where we need to maybe transform? Tell, the question. Or no, I, we have to go to you. <laughs> so I would say I would say that that I would hope that we we do that. Um, I can say for me personally, it's probably been the last three, maybe three or four years that I've really been um, I use the word desiring that type of relationship with people, uh, with certain people, not everybody, but to have those types of relationships where. I can trust that when you when a person says that to me, that's really what they mean. Because um, I, we, since we're talking personally, the three of us, I think we've talked about this before too, we have enough fans. So we have enough mm-hmm. people who are willing to cheer us on, but do we really have enough people who are willing to really hold you accountable? And so I desire that. I desire, I've, said, I've been saying this for probably a couple of years, I desire male leadership or male mentorship who can say, um, you know, you slack in, you know, like you said, and not be doing it from a place of where I feel like you're trying to take advantage of me or where you're treating me like I'm your son, I'm your child because I got a daddy, you know. So I think that's something, again, that you have to invite, but it's also got to be something that you want. And I think most people are too busy trying to give off the perception that they have it all together to invite that level of accountability and relate and friendship in their life. Agreed. Accountability is key. Carol, what you think? <laughs> um, yeah, I agree to a certain extent, and it it is. I think that's more. That's when you get into a, a, a true adult space mentally, and a lot of us don't. We a lot of people strive to be a better person, but they don't know how to accept the flaws mm-hmm. I mean go it's okay even if you're striving to be better there's going to be times that you fall nobody's perfect so if you're not willing to accept the flaws you're not going to accept people trying to you know even pointing out the flaws or trying to encourage you to get rid of a certain flaw um, and I'll just I'll use this for example while we're while we're talking about it um you know, one thing that I always say that I know I have to work on, and I have gotten better, is holding grudges. But I tell you what, <laughs> Q and Win both know I hold grudges, but they don't pit them with me. They'll be like, yeah, you tripping, or you being petty, or you just hold, that's just you holding on to a grudge, and you need to stop. So if they if one of them comes to me and say, you know, I think you, this is wrong what you said to this person, or I think you're being offended, uh, you know, because of something, because you're holding on to something, then, yeah, I'm going to accept that that truth, and I'm going to be accountable because they've always said that. But if you've never said something to me like that, and I'm not, I'm just going to think you're hating or trying to say something mean, you know what I mean? 
I think, mm-hmm. yeah, you have to be accountable, but it's only going to be for those people who you know have always told you the truth. If you've been lying to me for years, you can't you can't come truth. telling me yeah. the truth that's rude because I'm just going to think you're rude. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, I have a, I I have a live time. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I have a live comment. Go ahead. So you you me go ahead. Word. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see how Lima says, I have. I have because my mom and dad are raw as heck. So when anyone tells me something, I take it in. Shoot, Winfred, daddy checked me on a post. Now don't tell me how to raise my kid unless you're helping me. <laughs> okay. I think how you were raised has a lot to do with it too. I agree with that because I know you guys both know my mama, but for those on on the on that are listening, you all don't know my mama. But my mama is as real as they come. Like there was no room for having fragile feelings in the, in in my household growing up. So you know, yeah. I tend to receive truth a little bit uh, with a thicker skin generally, but those things that are my core things, like the things that really that I'm pouring myself into and you give a lot of effort to, you know, that are, and honestly, those insecurity things, those things that I probably beat myself up worse than anybody ever could, I'm not going to want to hear you telling me what I need to do in those things. It would take a person who knows my struggles and knows those soft parts in that situation to be able to tell me that. And I don't want you to coddle me, but I still want to be handled with care. Even when receiving my truth, I still think there's a level of care that has to be given with that. You know, and I, and I think that's important. And we miss that in our, our effort to be real and, you know, to give everybody the truth and the raw and all that. Everything don't need to be raw all the time. Like, everything does not require rawness all the time. <laughs> You know, it's just it's, we just don't need that outside. Yeah. And so I think what you just said is that that it takes, and, I, and where I think a lot of us miss it is that it takes again a level. It takes a full relationship. Like you, you have right. to be. You need a relationship with me in order to because I need you. Or let me let me use a different word. You mm-hmm. need a, we need a level of intimacy in order for you to be able to share certain truths with me because there's not, right. because again, I don't let everybody into my intimate space. So if I let you into my intimate space, then I'm doing that, saying that I have a level of trust and and, and, and giving you a level of permission that I need you to be truthful and honest with me. But I also need you to understand and respect that this is not a space that I allow everybody in. And because I don't allow everybody in, you have access that most people, that very few people have. So so have some, also honor that in how you how you talk to me. That's, that's what I hear when you say that. And I think you heard me exactly right. Okay. <laughs> that's exactly right. And you know what? I, yeah. I just I was just thinking when we we're talking about family, um, and that's probably why I always err towards the polite side because I can say my dad is one of those people that I'm sure not all his life, but as, as long as he's been my father, <laughs> has always told the truth, but in a way. That it wasn't hurtful. Now, there's been some times he's hurt my feelings, 
when I, you know, growing up. But it was uh, his sincerity was so on on point yeah. that he he could give you the truth, the rawest truth, and it never, you know, it would rarely come off rude. And so I think that's and that's probably why I I always look at people like you don't have to say what you need to say right. in that way. You can say it in a nice way. You can wrap it up in the box. It ain't gonna take you yep. two or three extra words to wrap something up. So yep. yeah, it's yeah, my, the, I grew, I grew was up. I I think for, for like we agree for you in in your circle and in your experiences in your life. In your intimate life, yes. Mm-hmm. For random folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think, you know, and, I, and speaking of, I, I think a lot environment has a lot to do. In my house, I grew up, I grew up kind of split. So if anybody, anybody knows my family, my father and my sister are real. They, they're wrong. Like Wendy and my dad are, they're wrong. Like if they think it, mm-hmm. they say it. To them, and to, to them, they would rather tell you the absolute truth and hurt you than to lie. Whereas me and my mother, we gonna, you know, we want to pet you and love on you and hug you, and you know what I mean. Like we want to do all of that first, and then we we'll tell you the truth. Whereas, and so, so that creates, you know, that does create that environment where, uh, where it can be difficult, and and we're telling somebody the truth. Is different, and because people are sensitive in ge- in general, so it's kind of difficult to you know to know, and that's why I think, like I said, where a relationship is so important because then now you know that person, you know how that person needs to receive something and hear something in order for them to get it. Yep. Yep. I'm always wary of people saying, "I don't have time for all that make it pretty and sugar coating. I ain't have time." <laughs> I always try to like. <laughs> Well, why can't? Like, why are you even why engage in a social space, a public space, if you don't have time to actually engage? Like, I always wonder yeah. that. That always baffles me. So if you don't yeah, have time to actually engage, why are you here? <laughs> I always yeah. wonder. <laughs> I could, I could. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and again, I think again, I think that we, I don't think that we should lie. I, but I also think, yeah. we, and then I think the other part I, of it is no matter who it is, when we tell truth, mm-hmm. we also have to go into an understanding that there's, especially in marriage, there is most likely going to be, or not most likely, but there's quite possibly the possibility, there's quite possibly the possibility, okay, yeah, that makes right. sense, um, that there's <laughs> going to be some, some form of, of you know, a blowback. And I think one of the things, reasons why it's so difficult sometimes for men to say is, is we don't want to deal with what's going to come behind us, quote unquote, telling the truth. And yeah. as a yeah. as a man, I'll say we got to do better. We have to do better. If that's how we think, we do have to do better um, and continue to use wisdom. But yeah, sometimes y'all we, y'all get rough. Y'all be rough. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> we get rough. And we ain't trying to I just came up with a reason for that, but that's a whole nother show. I put it in the chat, and we'll have to table that for another time. But I know what it is. We're not trying to lose out on them benefits. That's what it is. We're trying to, we trying to make sure that if we roll over in the middle of the night and tap you on your shoulder, you're like, remember when you said your truth earlier? Now go to bed with your truth. He's like, oh, Jesus. 
Next time I won't say nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this segment up after we've had an extremely awesome conversation. Like this exceeded my expectations this evening. So I appreciate y'all for hanging out, for joining us, um, for exploring the truth with us on this evening. So we're gonna go ahead and get into our yes, our final song for this evening, which is "Keep Smiling" by B.J. McKenzie. Smile. <laughs> I know what you feel, but you can't see your way. But you turn it all over to the Lord, it will be okay. Keep smiling now, it won't last always. You have endured the test, believe in half the play.
bone smiling. I like that. And that, that little lead up at the end there had me bopping a little bit. I like that. Okay. <laughs> well, um, somebody is always smiling, always puts smiles on our faces and, and, and brings that good light and that good wisdom to the, to the scene. I love it. I, I'm, I'm here for it. And I think this is the perfect song to lead on into her. Um, you guys, I'm so excited because Mother Maybelline is joining us on this evening, and I honestly don't know what our topic is right off the bat, and I'm excited for that because whenever she surprises us, it's always a good time. So um, if you do not know about Mother Maybelline, she is our voice of wisdom who comes through and brings us a little bit of the old school, mixed with a little of the new school, and a whole lot of laugh and love. So um, get ready <laughs> and share if you can. Let your people know, tag your folks, so that they can uh, listen as well. How are you, sugar? Uh-oh, she might be getting it together. Hey, okay. Now, I'm over here about to say a few choice words to these great-grandkids of mine. Now, I'm from the old school. When grown folk is talking, they need to be somewhere and be quiet now. Yeah. <laughs> My great great granddaughter done dropped these kids off. I'll tell you what, wherever she at, she better not be hanging out. She better be ready to be at work. Come get these babies. And I ain't used to this now. I'm used to my bingo and I'm used to visiting the nursing home and I'm used to going and, you know, hanging out with my friends. I ain't used to having these young folk around. <laughs> you tell young folks to be quiet, they try to whisper. See, when I come up, if they get told to be quiet and you whisper, you mess around and get your head knocked off, get them lips, get them lips pulled up. That is true. That is true. The baby standing over there mocking me. I'm a black in the eye on Facebook Live. And about two, oh, she done ran. You know, Mother Maybelline in here now. Mm. They don't understand. We got to do this work, honey, so we can pay these bills. I got to get these children out of here, y'all. How y'all doing tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Lord, I'm trying to come on in good form. I don't even know what my live looks like because the phone is up to the ceiling. I'm inviting folks. (laughs) (laughs) How y'all doing tonight? Q, how you doing tonight, girl? I'm wonderful, honey. I'm doing wonderful. So excited to be here and be like live in real life today. So, yeah. <laughs> glad to be here with you today. I'm glad to be here with you. Girl, you know when you bring me on, you just bring me on, child. I said, go yes, ahead on Got me feeling My like I'm going to time at the Apollo or something. <laughs> <laughs> about the performance. Look, you said you didn't know the topic tonight. We're going to talk about support. A two-sided affair. That's the topic tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. A two-sided affair. Where's Where's Kells with a capital K, honey? I am here, mother. Hey, Kells with a capital K. How are you doing today, Sugarfoot? <laughs> I am doing well. I am doing oh, well. Right. And you often in schools now? Don't you work off in education? You often in schools right about now, ain't you? Yes, I, I work at a university, so this is the first week of class. So, yeah, it's been trying, but we're halfway there. Oh, girl, you <laughs> When you work my age in the steel babies, I can't be around no children. I couldn't work there, girl. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> you get to 
this age, honey, I'm just, what do y'all young folks say? I'm just doing me, honey. I'm just doing me. <laughs> right. Mm. Me, me and Deacon Petrie, but that ain't y'all business. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Bishop Buns, how you doing tonight, brother? Oh, hey to my live um, viewers. Yeah, hey, y'all. Well. <laughs> you doing good, Bishop Burns? I'm doing well, thank you, Mother. Good to have you. Well, good. I'm going to have to run the playback on the show later on, but I know y'all was talking about honesty tonight, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I sure hope you encourage folks to keep it real. I know you did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It went down. We did it. Oh, oh, he didn't say nothing. Now, you, you didn't tell him to lie, did you, Bishop? I would never tell anybody to lie. All right, now. I didn't think so now. Because you know mm-hmm. your whole congregation is watching right now. They'll take you to the morning bench on Sunday. They all... Y'all might right, be too exactly. young to know what the moment bench is now. Oh, no. I don't know. I know what that is. Now, now for, those <laughs> speak, for those of y'all that speak proper English, the mourner's bench. We call it the mourner's bench, honey. That's when right, the good right. Hey, them serious sinners, if you was out late night creeping with Johnny, Johnny Mays and, and, and doing your gambling and up in the shack <laughs> jamming out, baby, they put you on that mourner's bench. That was for them folks that wasn't saved. You sit on that front row and they would just let the preacher spit and holler and preach all over you until you until mm-hmm. you got saved mm-hmm. and the lies and the oil, they just slam on your face, child, to get you right on that motor mm-hmm. mm-hmm. hmm. Y'all can't handle that kind of heat now. Get you get you delivered. <laughs> oh, Mother Maybelline got a hit. Sterling Sanders asked if Mother Maybelline had a daughter. <laughs> you better quit, boy. <laughs> Something about this wig brings uh, all the boys in the yard. I'm just telling y'all right now. Something about this wig. <laughs> Let me Mother adjust. Bring all the boys to the yard. Let me adjust. I'm bringing them to the yard, girls. You too young, honey. The youngest woman, the youngest one is, is going to be too old for you. You got to get up to my age, and then I'll invite you to the yard, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff I can't tell you up in this yard. Go ahead now. Mm-hmm. I'm adjusting my wig, honey. Mm-hmm. I need a young man with old money. Let's talk about this support, y'all. Let's get off into this support. So, thank you to all the viewers hopping on the live. Cause, child, we sure appreciate any support that we get. I am Mother Maybelline. I got a lot of viewers on here that I ain't seen before. I'm happy to see you. In case you don't know who I am, I am a Sassy Church mother. Baby, that's going to help you live your best life by telling you the real, how you can increase yourself spiritually, physically, and mentally. Uh, maybe not financially because I'm a gambler. I'm not good with money. You talk to Bishop Burns, you want to talk about finance. <laughs> that ain't my thing. It truly is not. I blow my money. I travel. <laughs> now. <laughs> what we what we what we're doing tonight, as I said, Mother Maybelline, we're on the Scoop Radio Show. Now, if you're watching this broadcast right now, not only can you support Mother Maybelline, but you can support the Scoop Radio Show at nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four every Tuesday night from eight p.m. to ten p.m. Central Standard Time. You know, I don't normally do this, charge it to my head and not to my heart, but you can also hit up Curvy Kid and Miss Kells Johnson for some clothes. Miss Elegance by Design Q Willis, honey, you want to get your skin and things right now. I'm talking about some of y'all. Skin, skin is looking cracked like the Sahara Desert. Get some moisture. Get some moisture. <laughs> now, 
which is tonight about support is a two-way street. Let me first break down what support is because some of y'all may not know. Now, I'm a little older, some of y'all kind of young, but I always think about those old commercial jingles. They don't make them like that now. You know, they used to make juicy fruit commercials and, and all these different kind of things, and they have you singing and moving. And I got to thinking about support, and Lord Jesus, for some reason, the first thing that came to my mind was a pair of leg support pantyhose. I don't know why, but that song came to my mind. And if you're from the age, you remember that commercial? She got a leg. Yeah, I thought about how can I explain to the people about what support is. And I decided those support holes is a good way to start. Now, for the men, in case you don't understand, see, the ladies, sometimes we done bared, we done had your cheerings, and we done cooked and ate this food, and we done worked so hard, and we're sacrificing, and sometimes we can't take care of us, and little areas of our body get pieces of pudge on it, you know, little pieces of meat hanging, love handles, and things that you don't want to show. So when you want to put on your cute little dress and you get a pair of pantyhose, you get the ones that say, support. Because what those support holes do, they got some extra cushion up in there. And they sucks all them little love handles in, and they looking all small and tiny. Now, pantyhose is old school, so let me get on the level for you young folk in case you can't relate. See, uh, what do you call them things? Is they weight? What, what, what Y'all say snatch it up the waist. What do they call? Spinchels or waist trainers? What are they, y'all? The people wearing their clothes, or they, they, what do they yeah. call them? Waist Okay, waist trainers or a body shaper. So for you young folk, if you don't know what pantyhose are, because your mama may have never raised you to wear a pair, bless your heart, because I'm going out of style. But if you got a waist trainer or a body shaper, what I'm basically talking about when I talk about support is when you can get into a outfit that's a size 4 and you really a 22 wide. Mm. You understand? Them little things y'all put make you look like you size 4. And you know you really wear it And he don't find out till you take the tape off. But that's another talk. <laughs> but them things is tight. Baby, people got a whole nother body. It looks like they have plastic surgery, honey, when they wear these body shapers. Or oh, somebody called it a girdle. Thank you, baby. A girdle. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds good. Like, I got that rose off of my tongue. A girdle. A girdle. Yeah, you want a girdle. And it fences you up and it tightens you up real good. That's what support is, right? Support is when you just sense things up, you tighten it up, you smooth it out, get it just right. And so tonight I'm talking about how support is a two-sided affair. There's different ways that you can support people, but much like that support holds, it's like being there for somebody. Baby, when them love handles is in, that girdle got you. It's holding you in. It, it might look deceiving on the outside, but remember I said that now. It may not be real support, but it looks good on the outside. So you got a few different levels of support that you might get from people with any endeavor that you do. You might be uh, starting a business. You might be trying to have a, a fundraiser for your church, a fish fry. You know, if your pastor lets you sell a little fish, everybody don't do that, and I ain't mad. Or maybe you have, uh, I don't know, something you're doing for the young people in your community, and you want people to support it. And so often people will support mess before they support something that will bless somebody. You hear me? People will support mess before they support things that are positive. And support is a two-way street. You often see people talking about how they want to be supported. They want people to 
Tommy, buy this product for me, or, or I'm going through a hard time. Come up here and pray for me. I need somebody. But the flip side of that is how often, for those of you that ask for support, do you give support? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I didn't even hear amen from the phone. Ain't nobody supporting nobody. I got to talk to all people, God, Father God. I thought it was only going to be two or three of y'all, but it's all of y'all. Ain't nobody supporting nobody. Can I get some hearts on my video? Let me know. If you want to be supported, you got to support somebody. See, my great-grandmother used to always tell me, baby, a one-sided affair ain't good for two people. Mm. I'm going to say that again for you young folks. A one-sided affair ain't good for two people. Now, she was, of course, talking about a situation maybe in a relationship sense. It ain't no good if you're thinking like one person for two people. But think about that on support. How is it that we find ourselves uh, wanting people to do things for us that we're not even willing to do for them? And I'm not just talking about in a, in a physical, even in a spiritual sense. You know, if I need you to, to uh, 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 help encourage me. You know, I had a young lady the other night asking for some encouragement. She's going through a hard time. What if I had told her, what have you done for me lately? Who is that? Jenny mm. Jackson, girl, quoting folk tonight. Mm. What if she said <laughs> What if she right. said, what if, I, what if I said, baby, what, you, what have you done for me lately? But that's mm. not what support is. There's levels to support. So you got your people that's going to support you on the surface. Now, y'all know who them surface people are. They're the one that will show up to yourself just to see if you're really talking about something so they can run back and tell it. Don't want to support. 
Because you need to learn how to just chill sometimes. I mean, some of y'all is out here, I don't care what it is that you're trying to talk about. You might be talking about President Trump. You might be somebody that's a civil rights activist. Honey, you might be selling clothes. Baby, you might be uh, writing plays. I don't care what you're doing. Some of y'all is entirely too pushy. We don't want to support you because, baby, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Because you forgetting I'm not your inner circle. He's not your inner circle. We surface people. <laughs> and you want to talk bad to us on your little Facebook page because you feel like we ain't supporting you, and you don't realize we're your associates, not your friends. I know Facebook says friends, but that's a little misleading. They should just say connection. <laughs> Facebook connection. Thank you. You're welcome, Mark Zuckerberg. All I want you to do is advertise Neighborly for free when you change that now. Because <laughs> folks really think they got these friends when they get these likes. I just want y'all to understand. Save some of your energy worrying about who's supporting you and focus on whether or not you're supporting yourself. Now, y'all know I say it all the time. You can't be working, saying you're working towards one thing and doing everything to go back against it. All that time you spending doing that, baby, you could have gone and sewn that dress. You're trying to learn how to sew, and you feel like, well, I asked for a recommendation, and nobody supported me and gave it to me. Girl, go to YouTube or Google. Now you ain't going to make a dress to your Facebook friends, give you advice on how to sew that dress? Come on now. Yeah. I know I'm talking to somebody. Cause somebody is wrapped up tied, wanting the world to revolve around them, and they ain't supporting nobody else. And somebody else is putting expectations on people that they need to just pull back. Remember, support is a two-sided affair. You get back what you give, and, honey, I'm just telling you, at this age of the game, you're going to die the way you live. I'm going to go peacefully because I'm going to make sure I'm radiating that out to the world. That's all not tonight. Y'all come back and check us out. Remember the new radio show every Tuesday night and Mother Maybelline every other Tuesday night. I love y'all on this telephone line. I truly support you. I ain't no surface person with y'all now. Y'all tell me what you need. Mother go. <laughs> you are going to go back. I want y'all to we keep doing what you do. Don't give Bishop Burns a hard time needing Now, we got to support this brother. He's the only one speaking up for the mess. We're going to be nice to you, Bishop Burns. I'm winking. <laughs> All right, right. y'all have a good night. I love y'all, and we'll talk to you later. Appreciate you, honey. All right, all right, good work. Y'all have a good night now, sugar. All right, that's a good (laughs) word. She says support. What she say? She says support. Uh, one sided support is not good. Two sided. What she said? One sided affair isn't good. That's pretty good. I like that. Mm-hmm. One side of the fair ain't good for two people. That's what she said. I like oh, that. yeah. Very good quote. I like that. So, All right. So this is uh, final word. Good show tonight. Um, so, yeah, let's jump into this final this uh, final words. Uh, Kels, you up. Final words. The time flew by so fast tonight. But, oh, um, yes. Oh. Let's see. This weekend, uh, my sorority is putting on a seminar for young ladies. Uh, it's called Beauty with a Purpose. You can check it out. Hey, I will be teaching um, a portion. Uh, Ms. Q has, a, has a, a portion she's teaching, so we are helping young women. Right. 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 Have a so 
Yes, check that out. There's also a makeup artist showcase going on Saturday at Avenue 101. Curvy Kitten will be in the building for that. And I think that is all I have for this week. So you guys continue to be blessed and be productive. Do Make sure you are productive in all things that you do. All right. All right, Q. Well, like Kel said, I will be uh, hanging out with her and her sorority and all the fun they have, the fun stuff that they've got going on this weekend. Super, like, dumb excited to be working with them and speaking with them this weekend. Um, definitely do that. Um, <clears throat> I want to invite, you know, um, you guys to, ooh, you know what? No, I'm not. Um <laughs> Sorry. Go to, uh, I'm going to backtrack and I'm going to direct you guys to elegancebydesign.com for your hair and skincare needs um, in the meantime. But I don't really have, I don't have any events or anything aside from Kel's um, workshop this weekend that I'm working on. So go to the website and get your goodies. And if you can, come see us Saturday. <laughs> That's all. All right. Cool, cool. All right, so I got a couple of things. First of all, tomorrow night, be sure to tune in to The Word on Wednesday with Pastor Burns. He is in um, the book of Galatians, so he's doing a series called The Emancipation. Um, so you can come right back here to uh, blogtalkradio.com backslash global drive uh, to hear that. Um, again, it starts at 7 o'clock, and um, I want you guys to uh, tune into that because the teachings have been, have been phenomenal, and I'm biased, but it's true. So um, if you have also, if you have not gotten our magazine, which is Nouveau Exposure, um, it's a free publication. You can go to our website, which is NouveauExposure.org, and download it today. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, piece of work. Um, so we've got faith uh, articles in there about faith. We've got articles in there about fashion and makeup and health and a whole bunch. Uh, Kells is one of our writers. She she does our finances. Did one of leveling up your finances. So go and check it out. Also, if you're not, even though the magazine is for young ladies, um, it's some good stuff in there for everybody. So share it. I'm um, again, it's NouveauExposure.org, and go and check out our store in there. So we've got some bold believer apparel um, in there that you definitely want to get um, as well. We are continuously looking for new music. So if you are an indie artist, all genres. Um, we are encouraging you to send us your music. You can email us an MP, the MP3 uh, version of your song, the radio edited MP3 version of your song, to globaldriveradio at gmail.com, and we will get it played. Again, that's globaldriveradio, one word, at gmail.com, and we will play your music if you are an independent artist. Um, next thing is if you're looking to advertise your business, your product or service, then you want to advertise with us. Um, you can see myself, um, either DM me, inbox me, uh, or email me at globaldriveradio at gmail.com, and we can talk about different packages. We have packages that include social media, radio, as well, and magazine. Um, so, um, and we have a wide, wide range of listeners and viewers, so you need to get with me um, as soon as possible. So that way we can uh, talk about how to get your product seen by more people. Um, lastly, earlier we announced um, our summit, or our, excuse me, our, not our summit, but our panel discussion on mental health on September the 9th. Again, we are having a panel discussion uh, in Oklahoma City at Southwestern Christian University. 
um, with three um, licensed professional counselors um, and one uh, educator. Um, so we talked with Clinton Patton, Teresa Cooper, um, Adelaide um, Hurd, and Andre Dowdy will be um, on our panel. We're going to be talking about, again, how mental health is affecting uh, our community, our relationships, how it's affecting our faith, how it's affecting every part of our, our education. So come out if you are in the Oklahoma City area. Again, it is September 9th from 4 o'clock to 7 o'clock in the evening at Southwestern Christian. You do need to go to the um, go to the Global Drive page. You'll see the event. You have to RSVP uh, for this event. Again, September 9th. Southwest Christian University. It's a free event. Come out and hang out with um, with your school host. So, other than that, y'all have a good night. Have a good rest of your week, Kels. Q, thank you for everything uh, you all do. To our listeners um, who called in, we appreciate you. Those who tune in on the live, thank you. Uh, everybody who supports, us, we appreciate everything that you all do. Continue to listen to the Sweet Radio Show and supporting Global Drive Network uh, and be. Hey, uh, keep tuning in. We've got some, some other things that are coming up that uh, you definitely want to, you don't want to miss. So we'll see y'all next week. I try to keep it low when you cut me to the floor Cause I don't wanna cry no tears Would you believe this love is forever gone? And would you take this long sweet love And pull it together, baby Oh uh-huh.